Welcome to Just Us Thinking. I'm your host, Michael. And I'm your co-host, Rebecca. All right, and today we're going to cover customer service, aren't we? We are, yep. All right, and Mikey's in here doing the sound. Hello, everybody. So uh, we're all th- we're all here. I think before we get started on our show, you have uh, have something for us, right? I do. I uh, came across an article the other day about the top 10 catches of 2022. So what do you mean catches from... These are weird items that have been seized at airport check uh, checkpoints. I, I remember seeing one time at an airport they had like all stuff that they got that they confiscated in, in like a little glass container. Yeah. I, was that here or is that in Kansas City? It could be anywhere. They probably have a little bit, a little th- something at each airport. The, the, the article, the, the little tag on it said, you know, seized, you know, seized items. And one of them was a chainsaw. <laughs> now, how do you, you smuggle a chainsaw on an airplane? <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, what's your, what's on your list? All right. So number 10 is soiled money and crutches. What? Basically, someone stuffed some money in some crutches, and apparently the money wasn't really clean, so it was probably nasty. <laughs> and you'll like this one. Number nine is an inert grenade. This one was found in a carry-on bag at the Milwaukee Mitchell Airport in July 2022. Like like a grenade? An actual grenade, yeah. Wow. Yeah. How does one get away with that? Uh, how does one get a grenade? Those are both good questions. <laughs> Why does one think he'll be able, or he or she would be able to get through security with that? <laughs> right. I. I that, that. Okay. Yeah, that got me. Yeah. So in Washington, at the Dulles Airport, they found three cattle prods. Stuffed inside a carry-on guitar case. <laughs> yeah, wh- where else would you carry your uh, cattle prods? <laughs> like, what the heck? So, you know, of course, he just had to repack them and check the bag and not carry it on. So They could go under the plane, just not with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just in case he runs some cattle up in the front, he don't want to pr- poke or prod them. Right. <laughs> yeah, I-, I can see why they want to check those. I, I- If I had uh, access to a cattle prod on a plane with some of these customers, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> that could make for an interesting flight. Yep. All right, what else you got? So in Atlanta, there was a handgun hidden inside a gutted PlayStation console. They do realize that, you know, the x-rays can see through plastic, right? You would think so, yeah, but obviously not. Uh, he, it would have been more <laughs> impressive if it was, like, encased in lead, thinking that it's Superman looking at it, but... Yeah. <laughs> okay. And another interesting one, this one was in Boise, Idaho. And this is new. I mean, I guess it's probably been happening a while, but... People were hiding drugs inside of hair scrunchies. Like, I, I've never heard of that before. <laughs> I haven't either. I've I've heard, like, human trafficking, you know, they'll put stuff on themselves, but so, never I mean, hair scrunchies. <laughs> well, I mean, if you mix, it, it makes sense, actually. But, you know, you, you just put the hair scrunchie in your hair to hold your hair up, walk through security, and if it's all, you know, contained in there, they probably wouldn't even think twice. That's actually yeah. an excellent place to That's actually place to a hide good it. idea, yeah. Man. 
So another one was a double-bladed knife that was hidden inside the casing of a laptop. This one was in Richmond, Virginia. Did they draw the line at double eight, double edge, <laughs> or I mean, could you hide a single edge in there? They could try, I'm sure. And they'll get caught just the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So another one, kind of interesting, a gun and a medical sling. Looks like it's one of those slings for your arms if your arm's injured, you know? Okay. I I mean, that doesn't seem smart to do either. Yeah. He alleged that he forgot to remove the loaded weapon from his sling. You know, I I... I used to carry a gun all the time. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I have my concealed carry permit. Mm-hmm. So do I. Not ever have I ever thought, well, I could put on a sling on my arm. And I, I mean, the slings don't come with, you know, a gun holster standard. Yeah. I mean, they don't. Can you order a sling with a gun holster? <laughs> and what makes it even more interesting, this was in New York. Well, yeah, New York is New York. Well, I know, but don't they, like, have all these, like,. Strict gun laws, and you're not supposed to have this or have that. Yeah, that yeah, that doesn't stop people. (laughs) Criminals still do it. (laughs) All right, that's good. Oh, here's another one, a good one: peanut butter firearm. (laughs) Officers found disassembled parts of a handgun wrapped in a in plastic and a magazine loaded with ammo inside jars of peanut butter at JFK Airport. I mean, did they like? Was there peanut butter in the jar? Yeah. They just stuck it, like, they wrapped it in plastic and stuck it in the peanut butter jar. Within the peanut butter. I mean, (laughs) first and foremost, if you are trying to avoid the dogs at the airport, (laughs) smuggling peanut butter is probably not... You know, peanut butter is actually not allowed on the airplanes. It's not? No, it's considered liquid. Did you know that? I didn't, no. Yeah, peanut butter is considered liquid, so... If you're if you're trying to take your jar a uh, skippy, nope, can't do it. Hmm. It's it's against the law. You have to drink it or not take it. Hmm. So that the, that guy was that guy was just doomed from the start. <laughs> wow. I mean, dogs <laughs> love peanut butter. You know, they're going to alert on that peanut butter like no other. Right. Wow. All right. So no, this one is kind of unpleasant, but it was November seventh. They discovered a handgun stuffed inside a raw whole chicken. Well, I mean, why is someone taking a raw chicken on a plane? That that I don't know. I mean, that a, a, a raw chicken for Thanksgiving. That's a turkey. I would understand a turkey, but why would you? I mean, I don't. Um, that does that. Why would you do that? I mean, they probably thought they could get away with it. I mean, it, it. How do you go through security? Um, yeah, I would like to check my raw chicken. Well, it probably was like in some type of cooler, and then I don't know if they X-ray the cooler. How many people take a raw chicken on a plane? I can think of one because you read this story. <laughs> yeah. I, I there's an old joke about lobsters coming on the plane. I get that. I mean that. But that or snakes. Well, snakes snakes on the plane are only when Samuel Jackson's on <laughs> on the plane too. So, wow, okay. Yeah. And last but not least, this fet- is num- this is number one, this right? This is number one. All right. Uh, fentanyl candy 
In Los Angeles, they confiscated about 12,000 fentanyl pills from a suspect who had allegedly hidden them inside a candy box. 12,000 pills. 12,000. And that's fentanyl. That's the stuff that kills you. Yeah, that's a lot of pills. Ooh, I'm glad they got that. Right? That's crazy. I just don't understand how people think they could do that yeah yeah that's kind of crazy and that's weird like how they would actually think to look in there again well i mean th- someone he... comes up and says yeah i'm i'm getting on the plane what's in the cooler my raw chicken i mean <laughs> they're probably scratching their heads first and foremost if you tell that one tell that to them if i was tsa i'd be oh, i gotta see this yeah i mean most of what you described was things that just didn't make sense yeah none of these made sense i don't understand the money though the money's a little different the money's stuck in crutches who cares yeah it might have been a lot of money though doesn't matter it's not illegal to have money is it unless it's drug money well that's true but they have to prove it's drug money yeah so and maybe that's was their hiding spot i mean people hide money all the time that's true when grandma passes away everybody (laughs) likes to you know scout around and Look behind pictures. That's where grandmas used to hide money all the time was behind pictures. Yeah. I don't think mine ever did, though. How do you know? Did you go look? Mm. No, I guess not. <laughs> right. All right. So customer service. Well, that, that that's kind of starts our customer service there. Yeah. Don't do stupid things. <laughs> all right. That's uh. So how do you want to do the, the customer service here? Want me to go and then you go and we go round robin here? Sure. That sounds like a good plan. All right. So I, I'm going to go over kind of pet peeves that I like. Uh, w- one of my biggest ones is now most companies will let you do like a payment extension, which means if you can't pay your bills this month, they'll give you a free you know payment extension. You could do it with you know, credit cards, car payments. Your mortgage can do it for you. They'll let you kind of skip a payment and you know get some kind of way of getting back on track if you ran into a problem. Right. I, I guess, and, and which I'm fine with. I'm I'm okay with that. But let's say someone makes twelve car payments. Mm-hmm. That's a year's worth of car payments. I don't understand why they would need six, seven, eight months worth of extensions in that time period. That's a good question. I'm sure a lot of things can factor into that, but that is a bit excessive. See, and that that's where, you know, I, I get companies wanting to help help customers out. I mean, but there has to be a point where that's almost self-harm. I mean, if you think about it, you got to, you know, chances are if you're doing that bad and you have a high, you know, interest rate, you know, 10% interest rate, that's, you know, six, seven payments you're putting on the end. If, if, if you're going to continue to do that where in a two-year period of time you've extended almost a year out, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> no, that that's more harmful to you than anything because what's going to happen is, uh, w- w- like with the company I work for, that last payment comes due and they may have to, they may still owe. Yeah, your final payment's five thousand dollars. They're not going to be able to pay that. Right. So then they have to do like a, what do they do on that case? Like a, we, a repayment. Yeah, something? final. We call it a final payment reschedule. Okay. So yeah, that's that just it it it's more harm than not. I mean, I could get 
you know, something happening even once a year I could get. But, you know, can you imagine doing that with your mortgage? Can you imagine, you know, you have, you know, the mortgage companies, uh, and I remember one of them doing, well, yeah, we could do that. We'll extend that payment, but you're going to have to spread it over, you know, your your regular pay. So it basically ups your regular payment for like a year or something like yeah. that, which doesn't seem to make sense because if you can't make the payment... <laughs> making a higher payment just doesn't seem to work and that's how people you know spiral out of control exactly yeah so, it's uh it's sad how easily that can happen well people take advantage of the system they don't use it for as it's intended as a, an emergency situation you should only use those in an emergency yeah so i think there's a lot of what's the word i'm looking for when companies lend to people when they really shouldn't I wonder how much of that goes on, too. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of that that happens, too. And that, that probably, you know, will play right into, you know, the person not being able to make the pills. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. What's uh, what's your number one on this? Um, my number one would have to be when someone calls in and they want to change a reservation for the next week at, like... Four fifty-five. <laughs> I'm like, really? I'm like, and they're like, well, they just emailed me. I'm like, you couldn't wait till tomorrow. I'm like, aren't you trying to go home? Because I know I am. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. That. Uh... So yeah, I mean, I guess it's one of that thing, one of those things where I can see if they were traveling the next day, and they're like, hey, I need to leave at six o'clock instead of eight o'clock tomorrow. Like, okay, I can get that. But when it's like a week out and yeah, I'm like, no, just go home, call us tomorrow. <laughs> well, and, and it's, it's, I guess it's the last minute things that people do. I mean, if you know a company closes at five o'clock, mm-hmm. don't call at 459. Yeah. I mean, you, you, what you're doing is, and especially if you don't know what you're, what you're needing or something you're needing is going to take. A while, like, does an exchange take some time? It does, yeah. It can take up to 10 minutes, depending on what you have to do. So by the time you get done with a customer, and then I'm going to gather you do it when you're off the phone with customer, right? Most of the time, yeah. Right, so now you can't clock out for another 10 minutes, because, I mean, the phone, the phone call is going to be five minutes. Yeah. And then, so you're stuck there for another 10 minutes, because, you know, you decided to call last minute. That's not... Yeah. And I get, if they're on the West Coast and it's like maybe only, I can't math right now, but like 2.55 their time, eh, maybe. But when they're on the East Coast and it's like 5 o'clock their time too, it's like, aren't you going home? Because I know you're off work usually around 5. Well, people do that in restaurants too. I mean, how many times have you seen, you know, the restaurant getting ready to close? It's like, well, we close at 9 today and then that one person walks in at like, you know, yeah, that's annoying too. Yeah. I can get, you know, sometimes I try not to. If I know they're closing, I'm like, oh, nope, they're closing. Let's go somewhere else or something like that, you know. And Right. No, and I, I, and I get that. And I guess restaurants could be a little different because the staff has to do some cleaning. So even if they're going to cater to one or two people that walk in, there's still stuff for them to do. Right. If you call your credit card company or your bank... Or you walk into your bank at like five o'clock or, or four fifty nine, and they close at five, and you're like, 
I have to, you know, do this, 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 and this, you know, and you sure don't want to go ask for a loan at that time. <laughs> right. So, oh, I get that. Let's see. My other one here. Oh, yeah, this is, this is one of my, this is one of my biggest. I, I don't know why I didn't put this for number one. My biggest problem is when someone calls in and they need help on the website. Mm-hmm. And my first thing is I say, yep, I'll help you. You write better than the computer. Nope, I'm driving. How, how are you expecting me to help you with our with a website when you're driving a car? I don't get that. I mean, can you, can, I mean... <laughs> I, I just I don't understand. I and that was a big thing in the cell phone. You know, when when your cell phone was, you know, you're having issues with your cell phone. Yeah. You call from a different cell phone. Right. They're going to have to reboot it and turn off and turn on the phone. I don't know how many people call and say, "Oh, well, I'm calling from this phone." Okay, can you get to another phone? Well, my daughter's not home or my wife's not home yet. Well, maybe you should call when you have access to another phone to call us or. I mean, I guess house phones are pretty much obsolete now. Yeah. But people do still have them. Yeah, my dad still has one. <laughs> right. So, I mean, so that's, that's okay. But, you know, if you're if you're asking, yeah, I need to get to the website. Oh, oh well, yeah, I'll help you out. Oh, well, I didn't turn my computer on yet. You were calling for help online. What did you think we were going to do? Why didn't you at least have it on? <laughs> have it on, have it up, you know. <laughs> At least try, I guess, is the... I, I, I just... I hate when they do that. Well, I'm driving, but I guess I could do it on my cell phone. No, I don't want you to talk to me, drive a car, and then access the internet while you're driving down the freeway. Yeah. That seems unsafe to me. That is a... I would say that's definitely a little unsafe. <laughs> and, and I've refused to help someone. I'm like, look, that's unsafe. We're, you're going to have to either... Find a place to pull over. If you want to pull over and try it on your cell phone, we can do it. If not, but it's it just, that, yeah, that's, if you're calling for help, be ready to get the help. Don't call and say, oh yeah, I'm, I, I'm having issues with the, with the website. Okay. Well, we're going to help you. Yeah. Well, no, we're not because you're not by the computer. No, you're, you know, well, I, I'm in the garden. Who did you think you were calling? Well, I'm not going to help you with your gardening. <laughs> right. <laughs> So yeah, that's I guess that's one of my one of my biggest ones. I just just common sense goes out the window on that yeah. one. Another one of mine, I would say, like when people call us and they're like, "Hi, my name is blah 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 blah, and I need to change this, this, and this." I'm like, "Okay, well, you know, first of all, I have to find your reservation. I have you know some information to verify before I can actually change something." Well, why do you need to do that? Well, because, you know, do you want Joe Schmo calling and changing your reservation or charging thousands of dollars to your credit card? So I guess it's one of those things that people don't realize. I mean, we do it not only for our security reasons, but for theirs too. Because we get a lot of people that, scam artists that call and they'll try to issue tickets on somebody else's credit card that they've hacked. Man, that's a good one, man. I, yeah. People do that for us. They'll call and say, well, I have a problem with this. I'm like, well, I could try and pull up your account. You know, you have your account number. No, you don't need that. I just need help with this. I can't verify you. I can't I can't help you. Yeah. And, man, I wish I had that on my list. I really did. <laughs> do you know how many wives I have called say, well, I'm the one that pays the bill. Well, you're not on the 
paperwork here. Right. I still can't talk to you. I mean, can their can can their husbands or wives call for you know changing their reservations? No, it well, has to be their admin or them. Right, it has to be someone from the company yeah. or them. So they can't have oh you know my wife's um, leaving on the airplane next week. Um, can you change her flight? Yeah, and it can't be just anyone from the company. It has to be like the admin in their profile. So like if Jill is gone for the day and Marie calls. If Marie is not in that traveler's profile, she can't change it. Well, that just makes sense. It, so, and we, yeah. we have authorized person, we call it uh, authorized third-party authorization. So if they call and give us permission, kind of sound, sounds like what they do for you. Yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> just verify. You know, you know when you call a company, you're going to have to verify, and especially when you call them. Right. If you've called them, you'll go through. Now, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer if, if someone calls you out of the blue and then once you start to verify, don't do it. Yeah. But if you're calling the company, which means you know the number you're calling, you know who you're calling, you know you're going to have to verify. Right. They're not just going to do stuff for you. <laughs> Man, that's yeah. a good one. I like that one. And even when, like, we call the airlines, we have to verify, like, our – we have IATA numbers that – you know, or for each travel agency. So you have to verify to make sure that they can change it too for you if needed to. So. Oh, okay. It's kind of nice. It's a little annoying sometimes, so I get it, but. Yeah, no, I can understand. Uh, one of my other pet peeves is uh, when I, I, when someone calls in and they, they start with, it, it, now it could be late fees. It could be a, an extension. When they call and say, well, I've been a customer for 14 years and I don't pay link fees. You're going to waive these late fees. No, I'm not. I hate that you're <laughs> going to. You're going to do this. Listen, if you have late fees, that means you probably are late. Exactly. Now, you could blame the mail, checks in the mail. I mean, that's been, a, you know, checks in the mail. Yeah. But, uh, you know. I don't care if you mailed it, what day you mailed it, where where you mailed it from. If the company didn't get the money, the company didn't get the money. Exactly. You're so, going to have to pay a late fee. <laughs> or you're going to give me an extension because they did it last time. I when when you it's kind of demanding. Yeah. I don't like the demanding. I, I will tell you when they when they start off with that. I, I I really don't feel like I want to. Yeah. I've worked for higher maintenance accounts where they've been a lot more demanding than a lot of the ones I work on now. So that's a kind of, that's been a nice change of pace for me. So. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunately I still deal with it. I mean, they're, they, well, they're like, well, I'm, I'm a good customer and I've never been late and I'm looking at the account. And I'm like, we've waived a hundred dollars in late fees for you. And your late fees are like <laughs> 25 bucks each. That's at least four. Yeah. So don't tell me you've never <laughs> been late. Right. <laughs> you know, and then I see, you know, yeah, it, it's just, uh, don't demand. If, if you're, if you're like, look, I'm sorry, come up with some a good excuse, you know, uh, and, 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 and ask and be nice, you know, j just say, hey, y is there any way you could please waive these, these late fees? My husband should have paid the bills and he didn't, so I'm have to do it. And, you know, if you could waive it, I'd appreciate it. Something like that would make me want to wave them a little bit more. Yeah. I agree. That's probably a better way to start off than just say, you're going to do this. <laughs> right. 
because my response is going to be no i'm not right (laughs) um so another one of my pet peeves i would say is when someone is either booking a flight or even a hotel or sometimes a car service or car rental and you tell them they're sold out and they're like really like yeah and they're like well can you check again i'm like you know and i usually i'll be like yeah i'll check but they're sold out um and they just act like we're telling them to telling them that it's sold out just for my pleasure i'm like you know what this really isn't doing anything for me i'm not gonna lie to you about something like that i'm like if it's sold out it's sold out so yeah i mean do do they expect you to say hey can you can you you, know, you, you said it's sold out can you check again yeah okay you got me yeah. just kidding <laughs> yeah i'll get you on it or they like i booked that hotel for somebody yesterday well yesterday it was available today it's not they, they do realize that people i mean things sold out sell out yeah. i mean you know <laughs> that happens there's only so many hotel rooms a hotel has once they're full they're full well and, and a car i mean there's so many cars that you know enterprise has in the yeah. and i i think they're in a price range there too right right um no well it depends um most car is based on the type of car like your cars and then your suvs and then your larger suvs so it's based on the car type so if they're needing a certain model, they could be sold out, yet they can still have other cars that are outside of their criteria, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like it when they're like, well, it was available yesterday. Like, Well, then you should have ordered it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I had one today where there was a party of four traveling. She only booked three, and she called back to add a fourth one, and I'm like, well, you know... The rate was $199 yesterday, but it's like 313 today. So how often do those rates change? Um, they actually can change. It depends. It's how quickly they load them in the system, how quickly they sell out. Because like even with our corporate discounts, they only get so many rooms at that rate. Once they're sold out, they're sold out. And it's... Well, yeah. yeah, it's well, interesting. I could see that. I could totally see that. So, um, and then I think one of my last ones on my list here was uh, when you get those customers that they call in and right out the bat, they're yelling at you or arguing right off the bat. Oh, <laughs> though, I mean, I don't, I don't get that. I, I could understand. I could understand being upset. Mm-hmm. But when I say, hey, how can I help you today? And they start screaming at me. You're not going to get good service when you do that to people. I mean. You're not. Yeah. It's like, do you want me to call you and yell at you to help me with something? <laughs> yeah. I mean, now I, 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 I'm I full believer of once, you know, if you call a customer service person or you're talking with someone, if they start to get an attitude with you. Yeah, I'll get an attitude back. Right. <laughs> but I'm going to start off very civil. I could even call and say, hey, if, if, especially if I'm calling back, you know, my third, fourth, fifth time calling and not getting any response or not getting a good answer or, you know, getting hung up on. I, I get that happens. 
but I'm not going to take that out on the next rep. I, I, I flat out have said, hey, look, I've already been hung up on. I've already had someone that was rude. I'm frustrated and I'm a little upset. So I'm going to try not to take it out on you, but I'm going to need I'm, I'm going to need some help here. Yeah, that's always a good way to start it off because you're setting that expectation for the call where you, and you're not just yelling at the person. Right, and, and you're letting them know, hey, look, I'm upset. This is what happened. That person has a chance to go through. And, of course, companies make notes. I'm sure you guys make notes on accounts all the time. Oh, yeah. So we make notes on the account saying, you know, and we can look at, you know, who who's gotten the call before. Uh, we look at the notes and we're like, you know, I was trying to do this and customer was rude. Told her, you know, I, normally what happens is I'll see notes that say, you know, customer, uh, customer started cursing at me, um, gave verbal warning to disconnect, continue, customer oh. continued, disconnected call. Oh, nice. Those, now I can see those notes. <laughs> so, and then you're starting to yell at me right off the bat. Um, I'll say, hey, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm going to try and help you out here. This, what do you need? What, what can I help you with? And I'll tell them, you know, I'm not going to yell at you. I appreciate you not yelling at me. I don't get paid enough to yell at people. Right. <laughs> I, I really don't. I mean, you got to pay me at least five, ten dollars more an hour to yell at somebody, or especially collections. I, I couldn't do collections. Oh no, that would be. That would be way too much. <laughs> yeah, no, don't don't get paid enough to do that. I will just nice and nice and easy job. Yeah. I'll help you out, and it, it's almost like they they're like they think you're doing something on purpose to them. Yeah, like they're like you're out to get them for some reason, right? And, and, like, and no, I don't not. know you. Yeah, I have no clue who you are. I care less who you are. Right. So, what do you got for your? I was going to go into the hotel rate changes, but we kind of touched on that a little bit. So I guess another one of mine would probably be when a traveler calls me from the airport and they're not in a quiet space because you can hear the gate agents talking over, over them. I guess my whole take on that is I can understand if you're calling because your flights have been delayed or you're it's been canceled, but when you're calling to make a new reservation for two weeks out, don't call me when you're at the airport. When I can't hear you, <laughs> and then I, you know, you have to like repeat yourself all the time. It's like, at least call me when you get back to the office or from your hotel room. Like, do you get the calls where they're in their car having the windows down and you can just hear the wind blowing? We sometimes get the ones with the radio on, but that's probably about it. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I've had a couple where they call in and, you know, I, I guess it's, I'll tell them, I'm like, hey, I can barely hear you. And they're like, oh, sorry, I, you know, I have the top down. Oh. <laughs> you, you really think that's a good time to start making phone calls when your top is down and you're cruising down the, down the road? Yeah. I like also the ones that'll call us and they'll whisper their credit card because they're like in the middle of a meeting or something. And it's like, oh. I can't hear you. <laughs> call me back when you're done with your meeting and you can tell me your credit card number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard that. Or or when they do, do verification um, and they give us the social, uh, they have to give us the social sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, then they whisper it and I'm like, 
I could barely hear you before, and you're you're in line at the grocery store. Yeah. You wait until you're in private. Right. I don't. I guess I, I just don't get that. I've heard people in restaurants, I, I, and that's my biggest pet peeve there too. When you're in a restaurant and you are on the phone, and other diners are there. Oh yeah. Um, my biggest one is when you're in the bathroom and somebody else is on their phone. <sighs> I, uh, <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> I, I have a tendency of, because of, you don't know that they're really on their phone, especially if they're one of the stalls. Yeah. Um. So when you hear, yeah, I'm here, and I, I'll answer back. I'm like, me too. What are we doing today? <laughs> How are you doing? And then everyone's always like, I think the other guys in the stall tried to talk to me. And I'm like, yeah, <clears throat> maybe not use your phone in the bathroom. Right. I mean... Uh, just, I just don't get that. I'm like... Well, that that leads me to, you know, other customer service. Those are kind of our pet peeves when people are calling us and dealing with that. Um, and we kind of talked a little bit about, remember that airline that that baby was crying for 45 minutes? Yeah. And the customer or one of the persons there got upset. Um, I'm still on the fence with that. Yeah, I can see your point a little bit. So. Um, <laughs> the same would be in the uh, in in a restaurant. I mean, if I go to a restaurant, I don't I don't I hate when little kids are running around. Yeah, it's not a playground; it's a restaurant. And I think restaurants are a little bit different from an airplane because you know, if you're at a restaurant and your kid's crying, get up and take them out real quick. We'll see, and this is where, and I think this is where you and I have a conflict of interest here. Mm-hmm. On the airplane, remove you know, move the person who's being upset, or move the baby to a place less. You know, maybe you have you know first class where, or back in the back of the plane where you have three or four people say, "Hey, we don't mind bring them back here for a little bit." Yeah, you know, I get that, but obviously it was bothering somebody. Yeah. Um, and I see your point on that too, but most of the time these days, the flights are full. There's really no place for them to go. And really like with the federal regulations or whatever, like you're really not allowed to go stand back in that galley. Well, I, and I get that. And I understand that. But this guy didn't ask for a crotch goblin on the plane. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's the way it works. Yeah. I don't, you know. I get kids fly. I get kids are going to be on the airplane. I get kids are going to be out there. But I don't... I don't agree with if, you know, if your kid's going to be crying or... And and I get, you know, a little bit of crying. I could understand a little bit of crying. 45 minutes, though. That's almost an hour. Yeah. I mean, what... If it was like, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes... Maybe they got up and tried to walk them down, walking up the aisle, but I mean, 45 minutes. Yeah, it is a long time, I guess. I'm just one of those people where I can tune things out better. Um, Well, and that's why I say find someone, you know, look around the plane and see if someone might want to switch seats so they can say, hey, you know, I don't mind if the baby's back here. I could, I could tune it out. I have a head, I have headphones. Yeah, I could tune it out. Bring it back here so it doesn't bother any more people. Maybe move it into the galley where you know those curtains might, might not help that much. But I mean, that keeps the baby from crying right in front of somebody or right behind somebody. 
you know, especially, I mean, what if he was a nervous flyer? What if he's already nervous and he's already on the edge? I don't like flying. It's something you have to do. And then you throw a, a crying baby in the mix. Yeah. I mean, can can a human cry all through the airplane without the marshal coming over? I mean, I've heard people raising their voice and getting the marshals called. Yeah. People get in fights about... The mask. You know, well, that and people reclining their seats. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you're you're putting people in a tough situation already. Yeah. Now, you take that back to a restaurant, and I don't mind a kid crying in the restaurant or... And it really depends on the on the restaurant. Now, if it's... If I go to Chuck E. Cheese, Dave and Buster's... Um, what was the other one we just went to? Amazing Pizza Machine. Amazing Pizza Machine. There, There's, you know restaurants out there that are like very kid friendly those are they're loud environments right if you go there complaining about a kid there's something (laughs) wrong with you right don't go (laughs) but if i'm going to chili's or you know even ihop or any any restaurant that i know you know nice sit down restaurant i don't want kids running around and i i mean i understand kids cry for a little bit Take them outside. I, yeah. I remember taking Mikey outside. Do you remember any of that? No, I don't. Mikey, when he was little, if he if he acted up, we walked outside until he's until he decided he was going to behave on a restaurant. And uh, I want to say, I remember doing it when you were like right around six or seven. Really? Yeah. I mean, you were you were throwing a fit in a restaurant. And something. I don't know what happened. I don't even remember what happened. And I, and I said, look, if you're not going to act right, you, you stop throwing a fit or, or we're going outside. And uh, I think you kept going. And I'm like, I, I scooped you right up and right out the door we went. I yeah. mean, that's what you do. That is what you do. I mean, it's how hard is it to go out there and give your, you know, the kid a timeout. So. Well, it's a, it's a timeout or we were just at the, uh, at the Eagles. Mm-hmm. There was, they were having some kind of, uh, I guess some kind of chicken dinner or something that they have up there. Yeah. And there was that, uh, she was an autistic girl, I'm going to gather. I think so, yeah. And she was throwing a fit. Yeah. They had the chicken dinner, it was packed, and then they had karaoke or they had a band playing. So right. it was just a lot. <laughs> so you have a loud environment and someone who's autistic. That's a, that's a recipe for disaster. And she had a completely, she had a complete meltdown. Yeah. I mean, to the point where she was screaming and, like, over over everything, you could hear her screaming. Yeah, like a shriek. Right. And, the I mean, at that point, you know, you're, you're, you're already there. You're kind of, you know, no one thought to scoop her up to get her out of that environment. Just to, I mean, she was overstimulated. I think after a while, they finally did. But, I mean, it was quite a few shrieks later. She was she was overstimulated. Yeah. That that was the that was the bottom line is there was way too much going on. She wasn't able to process everything. She had a meltdown. Yeah. You have to understand you have to know your environment. Exactly. And you have to <laughs> you you better start getting clues. I mean cuz you'll get clues from autistic kids that are get you know that that you know, there's there's clues that go in there yeah just like when your dogs you're you're out with your dogs your your dogs will you know alert say hey I, you, know, you start to look okay they're starting to wander, wander around looks like they're they're wanting to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. let me let them out i mean okay. 
people give you clues. Yeah. I mean, people need to be att- pay attention. So They do, yeah. I mean, it was sad. I mean, you feel bad for both of them. But then, on the other hand, you're like, you should know. Like, you should be able to, like, read and know if it's coming and kind of try to prevent that. And not only for the other people, but for that person. Because, I mean, she had to be terrified. Yeah, that's not good a good environment for her. I mean, she's yeah. not she's not going to enjoy that. And you got to understand that that creates a memory of a bad experience. Right. So next time she wants to go, that actually it may be fine the next time, but she has that anxiety already there cuz something's already happened. Yeah. You know, it, it creates a bad memory. So yeah. No, I I get it. So, well, that's our customer service episode. That was a <laughs> time went by quick on this that one. That was a quick one, yeah. What's our next episode going to be? Um, our next episode is going to be the art of massage. Oh, we just had one this week. <laughs> we did. That we did. Felt so good. We did an hour and a half. Yep. <laughs> World of difference. We normally do an hour, but man, that that extra half hour was nice. Definitely. Yeah. So next one's going to be a massage. Okay. Now I think our, we just got our stickers. Oh, we did. Just we get did. Some stickers. We just yep. got our stickers in the mail. We're waiting on our T-shirts still. Oh, and the, yep. So, and your brother's—it's his Etsy store. It's mm-hmm. uh, Orion Solutions. I think so. Yep, Orion. Let's see, oh man, your brother's gonna kill you if you mess up his name of his store. You don't have the name of your, your brother's store, really. Um, I know it's Orion. I can't remember the second part of it. Um, Orion Inspirations. Orion Inspirations. Mm-hmm. He'd kick your rear if he <laughs> if you driving people wrong. People, we'll put it. We have it on our on our Facebook site, right? Yep, we're gonna post post it on there. And if anybody wants to get some of our stuff or even design your own stuff, he can definitely help you with that. Yeah, he has a lot of good a lot of good stuff on there. I, I've he seen does, yeah. a lot of vacation stuff. Yeah. They're really big into going down to um, some of the Sandals resorts. So. Oh, okay. Yep. They well, like the tropical destinations. Well, don't we all? I mean, that's going to be very obvious. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's going to be our show. All right. We'll, uh, we'll move on to the next, won't we? Sounds good. Thank you all for listening. We uh, hope you uh, stick around for the after show. We're going to have uh, a few more uh, topics on there for you. All righty. Bye, everybody. 